Hey everyone, it's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the market action for Tuesday, December 5th, where we saw mega cap tech stocks bouncing back while small cap stocks lagged today, Ed. Yeah, I want to take a look at a three stocks, Apple, Amazon, and NVIDIA, which were three of the, the movers today uh, in sort of a generally mixed session. Yes. Okay, we'll get to those three stocks. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes mixed, as you said, Ed, with the NASDAQ closing in the green up three tenths of a percent on the day. The S&P 500 fractionally lower in today's session, down less than one tenth of a percent. The Dow down by two tenths of a percent. And the Russell 2000, which uh, the last couple of sessions has been really strong, coming off a little bit today, down 1.3%. Here's a look at the NASDAQ. So we had that reversal in yesterday's session, right around 14,000 and the 21-day line. And we saw a gain today, so not too shabby. Yeah, I mean, uh, nice bounce there. I mean, the market has been pausing where you'd expect it, just below 52-week highs, finding support uh, here at the 14,000 level, sort of at the October highs. So this is all very normal, what it's been going on. And uh, for a few days, we saw the big caps sort of underperform, lag. Today, they outperformed. Uh, you know, it's fine either way. It was fine when they were lagging. It's fine for the other stocks to be lagging a little bit. Everything looks fairly normal. Uh, pretty healthy action uh, so far. So uh, I don't think necessarily investors needed to do a whole lot today, but there was a uh, um, it's nice to see the market to sort of consolidate in, in sort of a, you know, in a fashion that doesn't frighten people too much, doesn't really shake people out. Right. And the laggard today was the Russell 2000. So let's go there. So a 1.3% decline closing right around yesterday's low. But I mean, if you put that in the context of the gains that we saw uh, on Friday and Monday, seeing a decline here, not too concerning, would you say, Ed, at this moment? I mean, clearly something to watch, but it does seem like the Russell does have outsized moves either which direction a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, so it gave up, you know, a little bit more than yesterday's gains, some really big gains before that. So, yeah, it's uh, I mean, you wouldn't want to see it tumble back to the 200 day line. That would be more of a concern. But, yeah, that's just a blip, you know, for this week. You can see the upward trend. And uh, it'd be surprising to have a week this tame. I mean, it happens, but uh, the Russell usually goes one way or another uh, a lot more than the rest of the market. Okay, we'll have to see how this week progresses. And we'll take a quick look at the S&P 500 as well here. So continuing to hold in overall what has been a pretty tight trading range. It's still well above its own 21-day line by about 1.6% as it hovers just below that 4,600 level and the highs from July. And we can also take a look at the Dow. How are blue chips doing? That is a very weird scaling. Not uh, going to lie there. Let's take a look <laughs> at it on a weekly chart here. Uh, and seeing a little bit of a pause so far, and again, it's it's only Tuesday, so uh, a lot of trade left this week. But as of now, on pace for a modest decline after a five-week win streak. Yeah, so this is just pausing, just like you you would expect, and uh, looking very strong. Okay, and now let's take a look at breadth underneath the surface. So here's a look at QQQ, which tracks the NASDAQ 100, up a quarter of a percent today. QQEW, the equal-weighted NASDAQ 100 ETF, down six-tenths of a percent. So clearly, mega-cap tech 
dominated the action today, as you've said, Ed. Yeah, and but this is fine. You see, if you if you had a stock that had run up like this and then was coming down like this and sort of closing near session highs, so you know it'd be hard to be too upset about that. There's a lot of stocks would be boy, it'd be nice if they could form some handles. They've run up from the bottom of the bases. Wouldn't it be nice? You know, maybe there was an early entry, but now if you wanted to add to it or if you missed it, now you want to get back in. Uh, a little bit of a pause would be would be nice to see. So right, this is this is all fine. Mm hmm. And we also want to look at RSP. This is the equal weighted S&P ETF down about nine tenths of a percent today. So uh, a little bit more of an outsized decline here after a very strong day on Friday. So maybe here, too, as you said, we'll see some sort of handle develop for a lot of these stocks. Let's take a look at the 10 year yield coming off more today. So hitting uh, what three month low here, Ed? Yeah, I think the lowest since September 1st. I mean, really giving up that, a huge amount of that run, almost coming back to that old base of around 4.09, you know, like that long-term thing. We're already below the long, you know, the long-term high of 4.33, which we obviously blew right by. But there is uh, really given up a lot, of, a lot of gains. This has been the huge tailwind for the market. Wasn't a huge so much today, but uh, obviously this has been a very positive factor for the market. And among sector ETFs, here's a look at IGV, the tech software ETF holding firm here for two days in a row, some tight closes off lows. So just fractionally lower on the day. Chip stocks, here's a look at SMH, also flat on the day, coming off lows, finding support around the 21-day line. Industrial stocks, here's a look at XLI, coming off a bit down eight-tenths of a percent today after some strong gains last week. And OIH, how are oil services stocks doing? Not great. The lowest close <laughs> here in a number of months, Ed, continuing the decline as we're uh, continuing to see a deterioration in oil. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, you know, most of the sectors pulled back. We saw a lot of like, oh, this is nice, this is nice. But OIH is an area where like, this this isn't nice. This is not a pullback anymore where it's constructive, closing below the 200-day line for the first time. So yeah, it's looked like a few days ago, like maybe it was going to pop back up, but you need oil prices to do that. Right, exactly. I mean, there was a time in uh, the summer where it seemed like it had we had a nice couple of weeks here, but uh, now living below a 10-week moving average that has curled over. So not the best action there. Okay, let's take a look at some stocks of interest in today's session. Definitely Apple was in focus, arguably uh, the best looking Magnificent 7 stock right now. Didn't even quite come down to its 21-day line in Monday session after and bounced from that level. Now clearing a handle entry and a trend line. This was today's stock of the day with a 2.1% gain in some volume. Yeah, now it's back above three trillion dollars for evaluation. Hadn't done that for a few months, uh, so nice action. That handle was a three weeks tight. If you wanted to look at it that way, so um, that was positive. Uh, look, this the stock that technically looks pretty good. There's been some nice volume that's picked up here, and they're not massive, but it's been some decent stuff in there. The relative strength line could be better, but it's not too far from highs. The real issue seems to be the fundamentals just aren't 
that impressive. We've had four straight quarters of declining sales. At some point that may turn around. And there was one positive thing, Foxconn, which basically makes the iPhone for the most part uh, for Apple. They reported strong November revenue. They raised their guidance for Q4. So I think that was the big catalyst for Apple. You know, maybe get a turnaround. Obviously the comparisons are gonna get a little easier for, on that front. Um, you know, so this one may not have that screaming run anymore, but still, this was nice, nice performance here today. It was added to Swing Trader um, because it made a nice, nice move on there at the morning and, and had volume. Yeah. And let's take a look at a fellow mega cap tech name, Amazon, bouncing off of its 21 day line, gaining 1.4% by the end of the day. And we do talk a lot about volume here, Ed, but if you look at uh, these volume spikes, aside from this day on 1115, the two other volume spikes were uh, support days for the stock with it closing down, but off lows on the day. So getting the first bounce off of the 21 day line for this stock since uh, an early entry right around the follow through day for uh, folks who were getting into this one at that time, including myself, um, but now seeing a bounce off of the 21 day, at least for now, seeing the stock holding support there. Yeah, and so yeah, well, so the volume has been sort of neutral, and you sort of that's the AD rating is the C, which is sort of neutral, um, and that sort of reflects that. Uh, one positive is that when this broke out the first time, and then it's been hovering around there, the the it was a little bit more versus the 50-day line. I think it was more like nine and a half percent above the 50-day line. Now I think it's more like seven percent, uh, and so. That's just a little bit and you can see the 50 day line is finally starting to move up and that should start to improve like some of the days are really going to start moving that higher so it just means it's a little less extended obviously the 21 day line caught up to it uh so it just feels less extended so if you you know it was if you didn't buy it obviously you know the early entry would have been nice but if you didn't buy it on the breakout and said like, ah, it feels a little extended it's a it's a little bit uh closer now after that run after that mm -hmm. pause yeah. And now I think it'd be great to see it, of course, getting above that high from 1127 and uh, really get out of this trading range that it's been in. But encouraging action today, no doubt. Let's also take a look at NVIDIA uh, rounding out our trio of magnificent seven stocks of interest today, up 2.3%, closing what looks like uh, at or near the session high today, Ed, after coming down to the 50-day line. So this one, didn't get support at the 21 day line, but can it get that support at the 50 day line? Uh, that's why I continue to think that it's a really interesting week for a lot of these mega cap tech stocks, whether it's the 21 day or the 50 day, are they going to continue to see that support and bounce? Or is that going to be an area where they struggle? So today, clearly that uh, outperformance was very notable, but will it hold, I think is the big question. Yeah, I think that you're right. And it needs to get above the 21 day line. And you, you've got that little trend line there, which basically lines up with the still valid buy point. So if it gets above that buy point, you basically, you know, you can you can be buying that uh, in that situation. Maybe this forms a consolidation. So, you know, I could be going back and forth and it's nothing wrong with that. If, if it does, that sort of forms a base on base situation here. Uh, the volume has not been good. We talked about Amazon and there's, you know, that was sort of neutral. And uh, this one mostly has red days. I mean, some of the red days going back a couple months, you can argue, oh, weren't too bad. But there's, you know, basically it's been one up day in volume. And that day wasn't even that good of a day. Right. So uh, it, that's something. And so the AD rating, as you marked, was an E. That's the worst possible. So definitely that is the one 
big concern. I'd also note that uh, tomorrow morning, I think out like I think it's at seven in the morning, uh, AMD seven in the morning Pacific time, uh, AMD holds an AI event. They're going to unveil a chip. Now we know this is coming, so it could be a buy. You know, it could be a nothing burger. We know what's happening. It could be a big deal for AMD. It could be. It could be a real positive for NVIDIA. You could spin a lot of scenarios right. how this goes, but definitely something to be watching. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that could be a positive or negative trigger, but this is an important area because it could go right back into a buy point or it could go right down below the 50-day line. And then you start be thinking, boy, this is definitely going to need another base if it goes decisively below that. All right. Well, thank you, Ed. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. That's it from us. And we'll be back tomorrow morning on IABD Live. And we hope you tune in, investors.com slash IABD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close.